out there. You're listening to KRUI in Iowa City, 89.7 on your radio. That's FM, by the way. And KRUI.FM to stream online. This show is called I Hear, I See Radio. It's about local music and art, and local musicians and local artists. All that kind of stuff. My name's Justin Comer. I host this show just about every week, Sundays at 4. And before I get into the show today, I've got an exciting announcement. We've got an I Hear, I See concert coming up on the 25th at The Mill. It's going to feature performances by Mall of America, the Christine Burke Ensemble, the Twisted Roots, and Tree Cloud. It's going to start at 8 p.m. Again, that's January 25th at The Mill. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. And as that fades out, all right, let's get into today's show. So at the end of last week's program, I teased that we were going to be having a guest in the studio this week. Well, that did not work out. We had to reschedule that. So I've got something uh, pretty different for us today. Um, rather than putting together a playlist, as I usually do when I don't have a guest, um, this week I was obsessively working on a piece of music that uh, I had an idea for about five years ago, and I just finally like got the motivation to struggle through it. So I'm going to be doing kind of a presentation on that today. Um, it's going to be somewhat loose. I didn't write anything down really to prepare to present this, so I'll be sort of winging it. But I think it's going to be a good time. I'm going to try to make this uh, accessible to people who are maybe not into the same kinds of music that I am and haven't studied the same stuff as me. So, all right, we'll start from the top. So I'm calling this modal exploration. The reason for that being that we are exploring modes within this piece. Um, if you're not familiar with modes, all right, picture a piano keyboard. If you know the C major scale, that's all the white keys, treating the C keys as the, uh, the tonic or the root of that key signature, the C major. Now, if you keep all of those same keys, just the white keys on the piano, and you treat any of the other notes in the scale besides the C as the root or the scale degree one or the tonic of whatever scale you're playing, that's a mode. So if I was playing only white keys starting on the D, for example, treating D as the home note, the tonic, the root, that would be D Dorian. So C major and D Dorian, they have the same notes, all right? So this piece is all about those diatonic modes. And uh, if, you, if you're within the 12-tone equal temperament uh, tuning system, which uh, pianos are and most of the instruments that we are familiar with, are also conforming to that tuning system. Um, there are 84 modes in total because if you take that scale, there are seven notes in it and that can be transposed to 12 different pitches because there are 12 chromatic notes in the scale. So seven modes on each of the 12 tones there that adds up to 84. So there's 84 modes in total. All right. Uh, so this piece explores all 84 of those modes, and I'll, I'll talk more about how they relate to each other uh, in a little bit. But um, the idea for this started because um, the University of Iowa Electronic Music Studios has this big collection of instrument samples that they recorded at the uh, Anechoic Chamber here on campus. And so there are a lot of... Um, Specifically, I care about the pitched percussion samples on there, which were recorded. They were performed by Andy Theroff, and I believe um, Will Huff and Dan France were the recording engineers for these. So I've got uh, part of that collection. And again, you can find this uh, at theremin.music.uiowa.edu slash mis.html, and you can find all of these instrument samples that they have up there. Uh, and for example, here is um, Andy Theroff playing C3 on the vibraphone. No, that's, that's our theme song. Uh, I don't know why that button didn't work, but here's the vibraphone. Okay, so I've got, I've got a whole bunch of short samples like that. Again, that was... Uh, good. 
And I have uh, bells, crotales, tie gongs, marimba, vibraphone, and xylophone samples. And there's around like 800 audio files here. So the idea that I had as I was, uh, you know, exploring these sample collections was I wanted to put together some sort of program where all of these samples are being triggered, you're hearing them, uh, but they conform to a certain mode and you can change the mode as the piece is going. So you're hearing basically a percussion ensemble playing in these pitch collections together and it changes over time. Maybe I'm not explaining that well, but I think once I've played some of the piece, you will understand it better. Um, And this was also partially inspired by my friend Will Huff's um, piece, Harp Music. And you can find all of Will's music at huffcomposer.com. So the the sort of like musical aesthetic is inspired in part by a lot of the music that he was making at the time. This was back in like 2014 when I was originally thinking about this. Uh, And so I put together a Max Patch. Max MSP is a programming language, which I believe is designed for people who are not really familiar with coding and computer science. It's a little bit easier to get your head around and it has a lot of uh, musical uh, capabilities. A lot of musicians use it to make electronic music, including myself and many of my friends. So I I put together, over the past like week and a half, I put together this Max Patch that uh, triggers these samples of the uh, percussion instruments and turns them on and off based on what mode we're playing in. So. I've got uh, sort of three parameters here on this patch. Uh, The first is which instruments are playing. So again, I can turn them on and off, and those instruments are bells, crotales, tie gongs, marimba, vibraphone, and xylophone. I can change, of course, which mode we're in of the 84 available. And I can change the density that the music is occurring. And by density, I mean uh, like how frequently each instrument is playing. And I think I have it going from a range of like five, no, like 10 times per second to once every five seconds. So a very like active and loud and fast sounding music to a very calm and slow sounding music. And uh, yeah, I've got several different ways to play this music, but... um. The first one I'm going to demonstrate now is with me in control of these decisions. So I'm changing the parameters as the music goes. I can turn instruments on and off as I please. I can change what mode we're playing in. And I can change the density, of course. Uh, And then, you know, once I've done that for a few minutes, uh, we'll try some other methods of performing this piece that I've created in here. So, all right, here we go. This is the first sort of test run of modal exploration with me in the driver's seat. All right. Hopefully I don't ruin anything. (laughs) All right. Enjoy.
If you are in need of health care and don't have money to pay for it, help can be found. Since 1971, the Free Medical Clinic of Iowa City has been providing basic outpatient health care to all patients. Located at 2440 Towncrest Drive, the clinic is open from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Thursday and 9 a.m. to noon on Friday. For more information, go to freemedicalclinic.org. Okay, so I played around a little bit with the patch there to give you an idea of what's what kind of music I'm making with this modal exploration patch. Um, yeah, so I was in control there. I was turning instruments on and off. I was changing the key at will, changing what mode we're in whenever I wanted, and uh, adjusting the density as I, as I felt it was needed. So um, maybe I should mention that um, my method for putting these things in to a mode so make making these percussion instruments sound like they're playing in a certain mode um it has to do with one which notes are available to be played so if we're in c major of course we're playing only the white keys but also how often each scale degree is being played and i took basically i kind of adapted some information that i found in the book sweet anticipation by the music theorist David Huron. And in this book, he he and I believe a team of researchers, um, they analyzed a whole bunch of folk melodies. And I don't remember exactly what kind of music they were studying specifically, but uh, they, they were looking at how often each scale degree was uh, present within a melody. So how often is scale degree one in this melody how often five and whatever and they they have a big old sample size here and they they have a a graph in the book showing the frequency of each scale degree within major melodies and minor melodies so i took the data there and i adapted it so that i could i could use those probabilities to make the music sound like it's in a specific mode rather than just randomly randomly playing the notes within that mode i want it to reflect like reality i want it to sound like you're actually hearing something in c major and not just a random selection of notes within the mode of c major i want it to sound like c is the root um i'm not totally sure if i'm succeeding with that so far i may need to adjust the probabilities a little bit but uh, just so you know, there is there was some thought put into it on my part. Um, and so the second method I have for performing with this patch is allowing the patch to make decisions on its own. So it's deciding to turn instruments on and off by itself. It's deciding what mode we're in, and it's deciding the density with which you're hearing the percussion sounds. It's making all those, those decisions on its own. And... Probably the biggest task I had in putting this patch together was the selections or how, how it selects what mode to switch to. So I put together a big, I put together an Excel file with each of the, the modes listed, all 84 of them. Um, and they're sorted by, uh, I guess, key signature. So if there's, you're only using the white keys on the piano in uh, F Lydian, C major, G mixolydian, D Dorian, A minor, natural minor, uh, E Phrygian, and B Locrian. So those are all in a column together. And then if you go one space to the right, the the cell next to that is the same root. So column one here is zero sharps or flats. The column to the right of that is one flat. So you've got in one cell here you have F Lydian. The cell directly to the right of that is F major. So I, I put out, I made a chart with all, all 84 of the modes and um, the decision-making process is based on how far the modes are from each other on this chart that I made. So the patch has a higher probability of selecting a mode that is one space away on the chart. So uh, I believe I put it at 60%. So it has a 60% chance of choosing a mode 
that's only one space away from the mode that we're already playing in. And then it has a 30% chance to choose a mode that is two spaces away. And then the remaining modes on there have, uh, there's a 10% chance for it to randomly select any of the remaining modes. Um, and I think, I think that's all I need to explain about that. <laughs> I sort of got lost trying to explain it. Um, yeah, so it's making the decisions on its own. Oh, it also, um, there, so there's a, a timer in the patch and it's deciding one, how long it will be until it decides whether it's going to change. <laughs> so that can be anywhere from, I believe 10 seconds to 60 seconds. So once it decides whether it's going to wait 10 seconds or 60 seconds or anywhere in between. And then once that amount of seconds has passed, it then decides whether it's going to change each of the parameters. And the I believe I have it set up so that the percentage chance of each one changing is also changing every every time it makes a decision. So it's there's like some sort of, I guess, calculus going on. Um, but it, yeah, it's deciding every few seconds whether it will change something, then it changes each of the three parameters, or it doesn't. It can choose to change one of them, it can cho- choose to change two of them, all three, or none of them. And then it's going based on the probabilities I described with that mode chart. So I think that's enough explanation there. I will let the patch now go through all these decisions that I was explaining. So it's running by itself. It's making all these decisions on its own, starting now.
So I let it uh, do its own thing for a little bit there. I think that was that was some interesting stuff. It's basically making its own percussion ensemble music all by itself. I think I need to uh, adjust maybe each each instrument maybe should have its own volume setting because I I'm already getting tired of hearing everything at maximum volume. So I'll work on that next. I also may need to decrease the probability of those rolls because they're a little, they kind of overtake everything every time they play and they occur quite a bit in the xylophone. Anyway, that's just notes for myself. It's currently 4.31, which means I'm overdue to tell you about the weather. I'm looking at weather.com and it says it's currently mostly cloudy. Temperature is 30 degrees Fahrenheit, feels like 25 degrees Fahrenheit. 0% precipitation, 66% humidity, winds coming from the north at 5 miles per hour. And also, if you haven't noticed, there's a bunch of snow all, all over the place. What a great time for snow, right before school starts up again. Just in time to be maximum annoying. All right, so I haven't mentioned this yet about the patch because it wasn't relevant yet but I have a nice little display screen as the main screen of this patch, uh, which tells me which instruments are on and off, uh, what mode we are currently in, and the current density. I also have uh, volume control for the instruments as well as volume control for a microphone because my main intention for this piece is that uh, an instrumental soloist, or I guess even a singer, could uh, perform with this uh, percussion laptop percussion ensemble as their backing band. Um, And that's what I'm going to do next. So I'm going to be playing my C melody saxophone on top of uh, the kind of stuff you've already been hearing today. So the patch will be making its own decisions about what mode we're in, who's playing, how much they're playing. Uh, And then I'm going to try to join in and play with them. So I'm going to let, let the patch go on its own for maybe 30 seconds to a minute and then i'm gonna try to sneak in and be a part of the action we'll see if i can keep things balanced well if not well it's only a test run this is only an experiment so i hope you enjoy this here we go again 
Support for KRUI is provided by Little Village. Little Village is Iowa City's independent, community-supported news and culture publication. Little Village's event calendar connects readers with critical cultural opportunities. Through journalism, essays, and events, Little Village works to improve our community according to core values, affordability and access, economic and labor justice, environmental sustainability, racial justice, gender equity, quality health care, quality education, and critical culture. Little Village can be found in print editions at local businesses in Iowa City, as well as online at littlevillagemag.com. All right, that was fun. Welcome back to I Hear I See Radio. Thank you for listening. We've been uh, exploring a new piece of mine called Modal Exploration. The show usually isn't quite as self-indulgent. We usually have guests on or I play music by other local artists. But today, you know, I've been obsessing over this for the past week, so I felt like I needed to uh, take it for a test drive, you know? So we're, we're into the last little segment of today's show which means it's time for me to let you know about some events going on around town that you may be interested in. First off, I already mentioned it at the top of the show, but we have an I Hear I See concert coming up in a little under two weeks now on January 25th, 8 p.m. at the Mill. It's going to feature performances by... Uh, where's the list? Okay, it's going to feature performances by Mall of America, which is a solo project by one of the guys in The Demon Possessed, who we had on a show last month. Uh, our old friends, the Christine Burke Ensemble, I will most likely be performing with them, so that'll be a good time for everybody. The Twisted Roots, which is a new-ish folk trio, um, the bassist and the violinist, Kevin and Emily Hallbrooks, uh, were formerly in the band The High Watermark, which I'm sure if you have been listening to this show or been following the I Hear I See project for a while, you are familiar with them. Uh, yeah, it's their new project uh, called The Twisted Roots. I'm very excited to have them back. And we also have our old friends Tree Cloud, Marco and Peter, playing some bass and drums. Who knows what's going to happen? Those guys are great, very powerful performers, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they've got going on now. Again, that's going to be the 25th at the Mill. The show starts at around 8 p.m. I'm going to be there. All my friends are going to be there. <laughs> Hopefully. All right. Some other events going on that have nothing to do with me. Uh, tonight at Gabe's at 8 p.m., you can catch a show featuring In the Mouth of Radness, Pulsing, and Good Habits. Uh, on the 19th, which is, let me think, Friday. Thursday? What? <laughs> let me check. I'm, I feel dumb, so I better check. Okay, it's next Saturday. All right, so on the 19th, at the mill, starting at 7 p.m., you can catch some jazz by Jim Bunig and Damani Phillips. Both of them are saxophonists. They'll be jazzing it up this Friday, no, this Saturday at the mill on the 19th, 7 p.m. And then the day after our 25th concert on January 26th, beginning at 6 p.m., Public Space One is having an art auction and celebrating their 16th birthday. Public Space One is very important to me, so... I'm happy that they've been around for 16 years. Next week, I'm going to be doing another radio show. That'll be Sunday, January 20th, again at 4 p.m., and it's going to be a preview of our upcoming concert. So I'll be playing music by uh, Mall of America, Christine Burke Ensemble, Twisted Roots, and Tree Cloud, or some something similar to all of them. I may not have recordings of everybody at this point. All right, if you like what you heard today and you want to know more, you want to understand what's going on here in the I Hear I See ecosystem, we have a website. It's IHearIC.com. That has links to all of our social media pages. We're on Facebook, Twitter. We have a YouTube page and a Patreon page. Every episode of this radio show is recorded and released online, and you can subscribe slash listen to every episode on iTunes, Google Play, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And if you are listening to this and you are a local artist, a local artist singular if you have music you'd like us to hear or shows coming up that you want us to know about or you want to get involved with our program or just get in touch with us the best way to do so is by email i hear i see at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you all right so what am i going to do with the rest of the show i've got about 10 minutes i want this uh this patch my modal exploration patch to be somewhat versatile i don't want it to only be playing uh diatonic modes all the time I want there to be a little bit of a 
experimentation, a little bit more noise involved. So I, I've worked on a little bit of, of that already. I have it so that, um, the percussion samples are being played just at random, like without regard to mode, just any, any pitch, any time. So there's sort of a 12 tone mode to this patch. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little chaotic, but, uh, I think I'm going to close out the show with a few minutes of that. And I'll also play my sax too. Maybe do a little bit more experimental noisy stuff over the top of that. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you. It's the first week of school, so if you are a school goer, I'm sorry. You're about to lose a lot of free time, but enjoy the semester. We'll all be there together. All right. See you later. Thanks for listening again. Here we go.
Thank you. 